what's happening? This is Terra Grada, and you're listening to Son of the Soul podcast. Um, just to give a little introduction, this podcast will be live moving forward. Everything will be done through um, the app Podbean. So it's just something you could, you know, download to the app store. And the reason why I want to do a live is just so we can have some dialogue. Uh, individuals can call in, not for debate purposes. I don't really do the debate, but more so to build constructively to what the topic is going to be for that for that particular episode. And, you know, questions, comments, concerns, etc. You know, and uh, we just go from there, man. And we're going to let it we're going to let it ride real organic, real natural like. And um, it's going to be good. Definitely. It, it's definitely going to be something good. I think it's definitely something that we need. Um, and that's why I want to do it. I want to provide that platform just to, you know, let's let's as a people, let's figure some things out. And this podcast applies to you if you do not have your original last name that was um, inherited by your people, by your ancestors. If you're if you're walking around with the last name of of some European, um, if you're speaking the language, you know, your, your primary language is that of the European. If if your culture is that of the European, you know, those of us who have been pretty much wiped away from everything that we were, every, everything that we are. Um, and, you know, we, we, we have we don't really have much connection to our ancestors in, in any way, shape or form. Right. We, we've been um, we've been assimilated. So that's who this uh, podcast is for. If you don't have your own last name and you don't speak the tongue of your ancestors, then, you know, here we are. So uh, today's episode, what this topic is going to be about is just overall self-assessment, you know, over the past couple of years. And uh, when I say past couple of years, I'm even talking about, we can go back to uh, civil rights, but it's a conversation that we have to have. Um, I think it's pertinent, you know, uh, it's something that we need to, we need to discuss. We need to assess where we are right now. Uh, it's not good. We don't like it. And we need to assess how do we get here and how do we get away from here, right? It shouldn't be 2020 and we're having the same old conversations. I mean, you know, racism, this, blah, blah, blah. Is this a post-racial society? You know, all the hoopla. It, it, it's like, it's a, it's, a, it's a dead horse. We keep beating the dead horse. And it's because... um we're not assessing ourselves. We're not assessing what it is that our, you know, we're not assessing what our goals were or maybe not even us who's alive today, but even the ancestors goals, you know? Um, and actually that'll kick off the first thing that I want to hop into. I want to, uh, I want to specifically speak about the civil rights movement, right? Though the civil rights movement had a lot of beautiful, uh, attributes to it. I mean, you know, just the unity, we really haven't seen unity amongst our people, um, quantitatively at that level since then. So, you know, kudos to that. Hats off to that. But um, it is what it is, man. We have to look at where we fucked up at. We need to look at what's wrong. Um, If that language is too harsh for you, I apologize, but that's how I vibe. So, you know, we really got to speak about where is it that we messed up? So I'm going to go ahead and, and kick it straight off the gate. First things first, here's, here's where we messed up at. As far as civil rights is concerned, we began to, as a people have this vision and this goal where everything that we're going to put our energy into, everything that we want, everything that we desire is to be able to be accepted by our oppressors. We want them to see value in us. 
We want to be able to eat at the same table as them. We want to be able to go to the same diners that they go to. We want to be able to ride the same bus that they ride. Um, we want to work the same jobs they work. We want to go to the same dentist. I mean, I can go down the list, right? And most importantly, we want to live in the neighborhoods that, you know, they live in. So here we are, you know, in 2020, we've quote unquote accomplished those things, right? And if you look back at what the goals were from civil rights, that was the goal. The goal was the fact that we would be able to have access to these places without law enforcement being able to punish us for those things. And we accomplished it. And so now we feel like, good, we've made progress. We made progress for that goal. But have we ever thought about the fact that that was a fucked up goal to begin with? And that's why I say I really think we need to be honest about having an assessment of ourselves, assessment of ourselves as a unit. Because just because a motherfucker is old don't mean that they're right. You're just old and wrong, right? Just because somebody was doing some shit 50 years ago, 70 years ago, 80 years ago, doesn't mean it's beneficial to us today. It just means 80 years ago, they thought that they had it right and they did not. And, you know, much love to them. May their souls rest in peace. But for those of us who are alive today, we'll be some dumbasses, right, to keep on continuing this quote-unquote cycle that they may have genuinely and sincerely got wrong, but we're the ones who are living we're the ones who are living it out. We're the ones who are still alive today to see, hey, you know what? I appreciate what y'all did back in the 60s, but I can see as of where we stand today, that wasn't what was best for us. So though I appreciate it, we need to go back to the drawing board and figure some shit out, right? So first things first, that whole idea of, you know, the pinnacle of success to us, this, this goal and this drive is so that the individuals who detest us, the individuals who hate us, will see us as their equal. There's so many things wrong with that. First thing that's wrong with that is the fact that where's our own self-value within ourselves? Um, the value that we see in ourselves within our own community, that's all that, that's all that matters. Um, I don't see white people running around caring about how we perceive them. And that goes into what I always say our real issue is, is power. At the end of the day, if we're striving for anything and, it, and it's not related to power, it's bullshit. It doesn't matter. It holds no weight. Um, one of the things that we really felt would, would give us, uh, you know, an upper hand and kind of make things better was just to make more money, right? You make more money, you live in a nice neighborhood where the majority of your neighbors are European, right? They don't want your ass there. And, you know, these may be little small wins, right? But they don't have shit to do with the overall war, right? These are, these are little small egotistical battles that we have had within ourselves because we've been consistently fighting against the white oppression and the, and the powers that be that have created these structures to stop us from being able to move forward. So because of that, we're fighting that fight. We're playing that game where everything becomes so important pertaining unto moving forward within the European structure, moving forward within the European society, right? That's the goal. The goal is how high can we get in the European society? How much can we do to finally be able to sit at their table, right? That's what we want. That's what civil rights was about, right? Like, we got to be honest with ourselves. That's, that's what it was about, and that's what we accomplished. And you know how you know that's what it was about is because that's where we are today. Everything, every, everything that we are today is exactly what the goal was for back then, which was just to, you know, be able, be allowed, you know? And that's, that's, 
that's another issue in itself right there because you don't ever want to be in a predicament where any progress you're making is due to someone else's allowance, right? That's, that's, a, that's, that's a foul on the play right there. So um, as far as how things were structured during the civil rights movement, I'm young, I wasn't there, right? But once again, I'm just going off of, you know, the stuff that you read in the history books, things that we learn about it. And the most important piece, like I said, is where we are today. We're living out the results of, of the goals of civil rights. And we're seeing, we're seeing it loud and clear. I mean, from your NBA players to your, your, your musicians to the NFL, right? I mean, these guys, look at the NFL. These guys are rich. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they are filthy rich. And, you know, you can't kneel, blah, blah, blah. Even though I don't agree with the whole kneeling shit anyway. That's another, we'll do that for another episode. Maybe that's, maybe that's too old to talk about. Maybe that's dead. I don't know. But either way, there's an underlying m- mentality, right? Whether we're talking about the kneeling or not. There's overall mentality. And, and, the, and the mentality is, I don't care how much you niggas, <laughs> I don't care how much you niggas attain. Don't ever forget that what you've attained has come from what I allow you to attain. You're eating from my table, right? So as soon as you get out of pocket, I'm always going to have the power structure to be able to, you know, do whatever it is. I can, I can, I can falsify documents, right? I can, I can create falsified documents. I can create falsified witnesses because I have the judicial system in my hands to be able to pin you for whatever I want to pin you with, you know, send you, send you to jail for a very long time. You'll never see your family ever again, you know, until you, unless you get down or lay down, play with our little game plan. That's some uh, Masonic shit, you know, but it is what it is. Like the more the story is that our goals, the goals of our ancestors have been consistently to get to a, uh, a more comfortable level of integration. And I am here to say, regardless of who agrees or disagrees with it, and if you disagree with it, go ahead and stop this now, because that's not the kind of uh, thinking that's going to thrive, especially with this kind of platform. Um, there's casualties in, there, there are casualties in war. You know, some people are going to live, some people are going to die. And um, maybe if, if this is too much for you, and I, we haven't even got anywhere yet, right? So, but maybe if this is too much for you, then, you know, go ahead and log out now. Um, but as far as those of us who have been already having these thoughts, been having these conversations, not liking where things are right now, right? For those of us who understand that marching isn't going to change shit, why? Because marching didn't change shit in the past. And that's what, all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that we need to assess what, what we've been doing and what are the results that it has yielded and then make modifications, Right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it's broke, what should you do? It's broken. A lot of the shit that we doing that, that we're doing is broken. I, I'm a firm believer. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But it's, it's broke as fuck. Right. And that's why I say the beautiful thing is now we get to see that now. Now. And that's why the, the change is really going to be on our backs, it's on our shoulders. Right. Our great grandparents were illiterate. They couldn't read. They couldn't write. Education wasn't allowed. Education was illegal. They didn't have access to the Internet. They didn't have access to the, to the information that we have access to. Right. And they're closer to the slave mentality than we are because that was a closer generation to when things ended. And, you know, we know they didn't really end in the uh, late 1800s as they said they did because those people could not read or write. And then the way they had it structured, sharecropping was just a continuation of that said slavery, right? Because if I'm living in the southeastern part of the United States of America, slavery's over, and I'm released into society, where am I going? I'm going to be employed by 
the people who despise me. I'm going to rent from the people who despise me. It's a power thing, right? All this is going to always come back down to a power structure. And whoever tells you otherwise is either a double agent trying to keep us in a box or they just haven't awakened to a different level of consciousness yet. But the real conversation that we need to be having is about power. And as I said before, that's why you have these people who are in the quote unquote high status of America. And you see, that's why we've wanted it for so long, for so, for so, uh, we, we, we wanted it at such a high level because we never had it. Now that we have attained it and we still see, oh, they still doing some fuck shit to the people who have gotten to that high level. So are we just going to keep on, you know, are we just going to sit still? We're we just going to be sitting ducks? Or are we going to say, okay, cool, that was the goal. We've attained that goal. That's not the results that we want, so let's modify. Right? We're living under this false notion of liberation. We're living under this false guise of freedom. And it's because we've allowed somebody else to define freedom for us. Oh, we're free because we can vote for two candidates that hate us, that would dispose of us if they could really do it, right? Um, they, they despise the ground that we walk upon. But we're free because we get to vote for one of, the, you know, one of the two of those candidates. That's freedom to us because somebody else defined that shit for us. We're free because we can send our kids to the same school as to people's kids who hate us. That's freedom to us. So that's all I'm saying, man. We got we to gotta rewrite some things. We have to redefine things for ourselves, within ourselves. And we have to treat this thing like a household, right? Some shit that may fly in Johnny's household down the street is not going to fly in your household. Johnny may, Johnny may be able to walk around with sneakers in his household. You can't do that here. Johnny may be able to come home at 11 p.m. on a school night. You can't do that here. It's different households, different needs, you know, different strokes for different folks. And we have to stop looking at this as we are American citizens and we're all in this together as a big melting pot of American citizens. Because here's what I'm going to tell you about that. As far as your quote unquote melting pot of American citizens, your Indian men, your East Indian men who are here, who are living in the melting pot in the conglomerate, guess what? They can be in the United States living under the guise of the melting pot, but they still have India back home, which is a whole infrastructure that is rooted in them, their culture, their people, et cetera. Same thing with the Chinese. And I mean, I don't, I'm not going to go into every single individual culture, but that's my point. They all have a home base, right? We don't have that. We're the ones here who are trying to figure out how to make this shit here work. And we, we're thinking we can make it work by things that have not worked in the past. And all I'm saying is we got to modify the shit. Um, the things that have not worked before, you know, if, if with this guy, Ahmad, who just recently uh, was murdered, and, you know, if it's not a story that's being fabricated by the media to create some kind of race race war, some kind of race, um, race baiting, you know, rest in peace to him, rest in peace to, um, everybody who's, who's been through that since, you know, this has been going on. I mean, this doesn't start with, with the people who the media is reporting on, right? This has been happening for a very long time, especially in the Southern States, even up North as well, but specifically in the Southern States, it's been happening for a very long time. And there's some of them that don't even get the media attention, right? So what is the, what is the goal? How do we, how do we solve it? we're not going to march. I'm going to tell you that now. We're not going to run marathons. That's not going to stop them because that shit didn't stop them in the past. We keep on creating these pseudo things that appeal to our emotions in the moment and they make us feel good in the moment, but they're not going to work, right? Um, then something else that we've gotten so drastically wrong is the the youth who are being influenced by hip-hop culture that we've all co-signed. And... I'm going to say we've all because there's enough of us who know better 
and we let shit become popular because the beat is hot. And rightfully so, you know, I feel you. Some of us really don't rock with that kind of lifestyle. You know, we understand that this is just entertainment and the beat is hot. So my intentions are not for anybody to be murdered behind this song or, you know, um, I don't really feel in my heart that women should be degraded, but I'm gonna rock with this because the beat is hot. The shit is crazy because, oh, you know, we've lost that brother's keeper's mentality. Though that may not affect us, and kudos to you if it doesn't, congratulations, but there's a whole group, there's a, there's, there's a whole group of kids that it's 100% affecting, whether it affects you or not. It's, it's 100% affecting the kids. And if we can turn the cheek or, you know, if we can look away and, and pretend it doesn't exist because we like the beat, then what does that say for us as their future elders? And we're the elders now, you know what I'm saying? Where we stand right now, we're the elders. We're the ancestors right now. You don't have to transition to the next realm to become an ancestor. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're the ones who's supposed to be paving the way for them now. So even, even things like that, the way how we allow for those things to be popularized within our community, that shit needs to be boycotted, hands down. I don't care who doesn't like it. I mean, and I guarantee you, if we start standing against it, these artists out here, they'll start making music that is still hot. It's still going to have hot melodies and, and hot bass lines and, you know, all, all, all that stuff. But you see, it's a, and it's, it's twofold. We know about the European agenda. There's Europeans at the top of the food chain of all these record labels. And that's why they're putting out the music they're putting out to affect the kids, especially on a mental level, a frequency level. Everything happens in the mind. Everything is mental. All that is is mental. And, you know, the thing about it is that there's a role that we play in a lot of these things that we're not understanding because we have misinterpreted the meaning of free will. Um, we're using just a real watered-down religious perspective of what, free, of what free will really means. And free will is referring to anything that happens in this realm. When you're given dominion over this realm, right? When it said, okay, you have dominion over this realm. Dominion over this realm can't just come with the good and not the bad, right? It means that you have dominion over this realm. You have rulership over this realm. So if you choose to forfeit your rulership for whatever reason, you know, because let's stop also pointing fingers at European oppression over and over and over, acting like our ancestors, somebody, somebody somewhere in the past fucked up, okay? Black men began to partake laying with white women a very long time ago. This is not new. This did not just start just now, okay? This is this is a this is an old concept. They knew exactly how to get to us, right? And they use their women a lot. That's not that's not a new thing, you know. So the idea that we are even a race of people who have been broken as much as we've been broken, and it's even a conversation to be had about wanting to procreate with someone who's not of our tribe, this, isn't, this doesn't have anything to do with prejudice. This has nothing to do with racism. This has to do with just simple, simple common sense. You know, like, I don't see goats trying to fuck zebras. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just real simple common sense type shit. But once again, we've been, we've been, we've been broken. We've been so broken from what we are. And, you know, it's understood when, as I said earlier in the podcast, when you're an individual who's running around still maintaining your slave master's last name and still speaking the language of the oppressor 
And obviously, I'm not saying, hey, you know, let's just all go learn a different language right now. I'm just saying we've been affected. That's my point. All I'm saying is that we've been affected by the things they've done. And every, every, every effect comes with a cause, right? So, you know, there's just so many things, man. And I, I can't squeeze everything into this one episode. I'm going to try not to ramble on. Sometimes I make points to make me diverge into another point. But let me get back to the, the main premise of this episode. And the premise, as I said, was an assessment. An assessment of where are we? How did we get here? You know, and what needs to be tweaked? What did we do wrong? Which leads me into my next point, which is spirituality. As far as spirituality is concerned, we really got to come to terms with the fact that something's wrong. <laughs> we, we messed up somewhere. Um, something's not making sense. Something's not adding up. Some things just aren't coagulating. Some things just do not make sense. And when we can genuinely start to have that conversation, I think that's going to be one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle for us because spirituality means so much to us. And that's at a DNA level, you know? Even pre-European contact, I don't care what anybody has to say, you know, we've always been tight with the Most High. We've always been people who are super, super in tune with the Most High. We're the original from the Most High, right? We're the original people of the planet. So the idea that we are heavily into spirituality and that spirituality means a great deal to us is not a foreign concept. That's something that we did well before European contact. So please don't believe that since the Europeans used a Roman Catholic version of Christianity, that we had no spirituality for ourselves within ourselves prior to being in contact with them. But since we know that fact, that that was a very big tool that was used, you know, and that's the thing that we really got to start analyzing as well. Why, if, if, if the goal is for slavery, right, which is about free labor, it's about being able to produce a product and sell it for profit while you pay nothing for the labor, right? And on, a, on a very simplistic scale, that's what slavery looks like on paper, right? It's, can I get these people to do work for me that I don't have to pay them for? That is the most simplistic concept of slavery. So my question is, and as we know, slavery is not a new thing, right? It's happened to people before it happened to us. But as far as chattel slavery, that's a whole nother conversation in itself. So what we have to, once again, this is all about questioning things. What we have to ask ourselves is if the thing of slavery is just to get free labor, then why is it that they were having pastors go around from plantation to plantation to preach to individuals? What was that about? It's just for free labor. Why, why, why do you care about what I believe in? Because you want to make sure after you get the free labor and you work me to death, you beat, whip, um, rape our women, hang our men from trees, tie body parts to two separate ends of the horses and rip them apart. You know, you're raping 12-year-old and 13-year-old girls for the kids to come and, and you disown them. You're selling eight-year-olds to plantations 100 miles away where the mother never sees their kid again. Mothers are giving birth to newborn babies. You're ripping the babies away so that they can get back to work or even breastfeed your own children. You know, a lot of atrocities that were taking place. Buck breaking, you know, you're tying up black men and bringing all your buddies around and you're, you're gang raping them to break the, the mentality of the other men who are around. You know, this is the kind of evil. This is the kind of evil that, that they breathe, right? So I guess I'm just trying to figure out the fine line between you don't give two shits about me on planet Earth. And not even, let's not say give two shits, right? Because let's be honest, a lot, there's a lot of th people we don't give a shit about. And I'm going I'm to keep it 100% honest, right? I mean, how many, how many homeless people do we walk past on a daily basis? 
we can talk the whole, you know, the we can make this thing sound politically correct as much as we want to, but we don't care about those people. We don't. We don't. Because we go through our lives trying to make the best situation of our lives and, and how can we make things better for us and the people who are closest to us, right? And, you know, we may, you know, oh, here's some change or blah, 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 if you're that kind of person. Right. But for the most part, that's not something that unless you're an advocate of that, unless you're an absolute advocate of that, that would not qualify as something that we, quote unquote, care about. But even with it being something that you don't, quote unquote, care about, we're also not out here running around trying to figure out how we can make homeless people's lives a living hell. Right. Some people do do that shit. They deserve hell within themselves. But I'm talking about I'm making generic statements here. Right. You have to generalize when you're making these kind of uh, statements. Obviously, I'm not talking about outliers, et cetera, et cetera. I'm making generalizations. So as far as the generalization is concerned, the, um, the most of us, the majority of us are not just out here randomly trying to make life a living hell for homeless people, right? But we really don't care about them. So my question is, here's my question. My question is, if, if someone who we don't care about, we're not trying to make their lives a living hell, then how could somebody who wants to make our lives a living hell want to make sure that we also get to heaven, which if that is true, heaven would have to be the pinnacle of, of, of existence itself, right? There would be no higher accolade. There would be no higher reward that an individual can attain beyond or outside of heaven, right? That would be the supreme thing that an individual can attain. So my question is, how is it that these people who wanted to make our lives such a living hell on planet earth we're also so consumed with making sure that we can get the best out. Would they not do everything in their power to send us to hell? Common sense. Just, just ask them for common sense. If they did everything in their power to make life a living hell, then why would they not try to do everything in their power to make our afterlife a living hell? So, and once again, these are just things we got to think about. We really got to critically think. We're not critically thinking enough. We're letting, we're letting people who hate us think for us. You know, the Roman Catholic Church is responsible for raping little boys and molesting children and, you know, all types of atrocities as far as even all the crusades that took place, uh, convert or die. You know, the ones who took Christianity itself and and twisted it, because don't forget, Constantine was initially killing Christians, burning their literature. um, And, you know, it was a decree. This was by law that you know, Christians were getting murdered. They were getting off left and right. This wasn't, you know, some small thing. This was a, this was a government declared thing. And then Constantine ends up calling together some bishops, blah, 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 blah. They have the Council of Nicaea. Shortly after, Christianity becomes the official religion of Rome. This is the same Rome. And, you know, another thing, too, we have to realize whenever we speak about what was done to us as a people, we need to know who our enemy is, right? We can't just say white people. It's not the random white guy who's living in a trailer park down the street. It's not the white person who is standing behind you in line at Walmart. It's not white people. When we, when a hit was put out on us to come and capture us up and destroy us and wipe us away from our culture, it came from the Roman Catholic Church. And I think that's something that we don't speak on enough. We, we keep on, we, we say it's a, it's a white and black thing. No, no, it's not a white and black thing. This wasn't, this wasn't random people from Yugoslavia, right? <laughs> These weren't, these weren't Russians who were coming over here. This was specifically the Roman Catholic Church. Let's be specific on that, right? And the Roman Catholic Church is the one who came out with these crusades, convert or die, is what the campaign was. 
which said that you would either convert to Christianity, the Roman Catholic version of Christianity, or you'd be executed, right? So then, and, and that's that. So, so when you have that kind of that kind of thing going on, and then you have slave masters running around handpicking the pastors, because don't forget, you couldn't be a pastor unless uh, uh, back then during slave times, unless you were handpicked by the slave master, the slave owner, right? He had to handpick the pastor. So you're telling me that once again, he he's strategically handpicking individuals who are going to go around and spread information to us about how to make life better, how to be in the good graces of the same God that everything he does is to violate and to go against from the nature that he destroys to the animals that he puts on the endangered species list to, and if, you know, the real reason why they hate us is because we're nature. And that's something for us to come back to understand it and remember and realize. If you notice all things nature, they have an issue with. It's not just us. You see, it's all things that are the original of nature. When it comes to plants and trees and forests, chop it down, chop it down, kill it. Animals hunt for fun, right? Um, everything is about the, Everything that they do is about the destruction of nature because they are anti-nature. It's in their DNA. It's in their code. They are at the opposite end of the spectrum of nature, right? The sun is the supreme force of nature, and it cannot be absorbed through their skin, right? These are, these are just simplistic. These are simplistic ideas that we used to know about prior to being conquered and wiped away from our truths and force-fed other people's truth, because don't forget, right? The civil rights goal was to get your enemy to teach your kids. And that's why I said we got to really, really think about what our goals have been. We really have to think about just because it was an old goal doesn't make it a good goal. And just because these are things that people of our, of our people have wanted in the past doesn't mean we have to keep wanting now. Like we can write our own story. We can come up with our own desires, our own, our own goals, right? Especially when you see that the shit that they wanted didn't work. It was wrong. They got it wrong. Like, shit, let's get the emotions out the way. They got it wrong. A lot of your civil rights leaders got it wrong. We're not even going to get into the fact that a lot of your civil rights leaders were put there by the government to, to distract and to take away from the budding black economic boom that was taking place. We won't even get into that. But, you know, even if you still, you still believe in the civil rights hype, it was wrong. A lot of the shit was wrong, right? So we really have to start asking questions, figuring things out, man. And um, we got a generation to teach. And if we don't teach them, somebody else is going to. We got to work on building up the mind of the youth. You know, they're going to be the next ones to run this thing. And until we start paying them some mind and giving them the attention and the education and the wisdom that is not being taught by the people that hate us, but from us, right? The true wisdom of God. You know, the true wisdom of the most high. You know, then we have all these little fuck-ass fuckboy leaders who are disguising themselves as men of God, who are supposedly the voices of God for the black community. You know, they're, they're, the, they're, the, um, they're the people who got his hand appointed and selected to be able to shepherd the flock. What kind of shit is that? Like, how is it that we are allowing people to shepherd the flock that are not shepherding the flock? We have the biggest issue in the black. If you share the same skin color as me and you have that same story, someone else's last name, speaking someone else's language, wiped away from your heritage and your culture, don't know anything about yourself prior to slavery, 
There is no issue we have that is greater than figuring out how to get the white suppression off of our necks. Not one. I, I don't give a shit if it's money. I don't give a shit if it is getting your business to be well. I don't care if it is, you know, I, I, I don't care. Like, there's not one thing that anybody is going to tell me that for us as a people is more important than figuring out how to get the white oppression off of our necks. We've been at this shit for 500 years now. Like, damn, when are we actually going to come up with a real viable solution? And I got the solution for your ass. The solution is we're going to have to get the hell out. You got two solutions. Let me say this. You got two solutions. Your first solution is to do it the Haitian way. Much love to Haiti. Haiti is the only one out of all of us that fought back against the Europeans and was able to reclaim their liberation and their freedom. The only ones. The, this, is, this is the thing that the kids are supposed to know. Like, these are the things that we're supposed to be teaching them. But once again, we just hand our kids over to the people that hate us and say, you teach them, right? That's why they, they know shit about fucking Christopher Columbus, but they don't know about Tucson, right? So, and hell, a lot of us don't even know about Tucson. So, you know, these are just things that we have to be more vigilant about. We got to stop sitting back waiting for, and you see, that's what they use religion on us for. Religion, religion makes you sit back. Religion makes you throw prayers in the sky and wait for things to happen because you don't understand how much your will is going to make things start to click and make things start to move and how you can manifest what you want to manifest into this realm. But not enough of us are trying to manifest for things that matter. We are trying to manifest to get things that make us live comfortable under European suppression. We're not trying to manifest something that actually eradicates the European oppression. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I said I don't care how hard you work. I don't care how much money you make. Like... <laughs> They still have, as long as they got that power over you, dude, we're not free. It's an illusion. It, it, is, it is merely an illusion. As long as, they, like I said, they can, they can bring their, their, their uh, judicial system and, you know, falsify things on you. Um, as long as they can, you know, create, you know, martial law, create whatever kind of viruses they want. And, you know, you're shut down, you're blah, blah, blah. You know, that's not freedom, bro. That's not freedom. And so that's the shit we just got to be honest with ourselves about. And um, I know we'll get there. I know we'll get there, but it has to start with a conversation. Obviously, you don't want to have too many conversations without enough, without enough action because then now, you know, we're running nowhere fast. But I don't even think we've had enough of the conversation yet. I think that a lot of our conversations are too human-based. Uh, a lot of it is based on, you know, entertainment, uh, sports, women, music, um, you know, fashion, et cetera. And I'm not saying those things are not, realistic for us to speak about or to not care about. But what I'm saying is that things that pertain unto how to eradicate the white supremacy needs to become more at the forefront. So go back to what I was saying about how you eradicate white supremacy, right? Because the whole issue is it's the oppression. It's the oppression that's on our necks. That's why you have your inner cities that look the way they look. That's why you have the disproportionate distribution of taxpayers' dollars, et cetera, et cetera, right? It's, it's, a, it's a bigger thing. It's a bigger power that is. Right. The 13th Amendment, blah, 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 blah. We keep giving them the power to stroke a pen and say what happens to us. And enough is enough. There's two ways that you eradicate that. You do it the old school way, which is an actual physical violent revolt. OK, now, though they may try to tell you, oh, we're too civilized for that or make you feel like we're too advanced for that. I mean, let's be honest. Right. America. What, what does America hang their hat on every July 4th? The American Revolution which was a bloodshed in order for them to, quote unquote, claim their independence from Great Britain. So why, whenever it comes to us speaking about claiming our liberation through bloodshed, it 
is painted in a picture of being savage or, or, you know, no, there's a better way to do this. We can pray about it and blah, 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 blah. blah. Why didn't they pray? Why, why in 1776, when they wanted freedom and liberation from Great Britain, and we know that that's a, we'll get into that shit another time, but let's just talk about it from the history perspective, right? Why didn't they pray? I didn't, why didn't the Americans, mind you, they were very Christian, right? This is, these are the same people who wrote in God, we trust on the dollar bill. These are the same people who wrote, you know, um, liberty and justice for all one nation, one nation under God, et cetera, et cetera. Mind you, let's not forget that they wrote that constitution about all men being created equal while we were slaves. Don't forget that either. Right. But we think we're going to, we think we're going to handle this legally. We think we're going to vote our way out of this shit. You're not voting yourself out of this shit because the powers that be, you can't even vote for. You don't know their names. These Masonic powers that be, these secret societies, you don't know their names and you cannot vote them into anybody's office. Right? But the moral of the story is that we are in a predicament where we keep on believing that something, some way, shape, or form beyond us is going to change something for us. And that's what I'm saying. Just look. Look at what they've done. You know, whether you know the real story behind the American Revolution or not, but let's just look at it on paper for what it is, according to the history model. The history model is that they were being, quote unquote, oppressed by Great Britain, blah, 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 which was nothing like slavery, right? But even in the little bit that they felt that they were putting up with from Great Britain, they said, fuck that, we're going to fight to the death for our freedom and our liberty. But yet now when it comes to us, oh, no, 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 vote. Oh, no, 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 don't, don't do that. Pray, pray about it, right? So we have to look at who's saying what and why they're saying it and what's the goal and what are they trying to protect and what, what uprising they're trying to stop. And, you know, I'm all out. Now, let me go ahead and say this. I said all that to say this. I'm all for that way. I'm all for the first way, the Haitian Revolution, where we get back to the old school way and just muscle our way out of this shit. But times are different now, okay? This is not the 1700s. This is not the 1800s, right? Military and just um, warfare has become a lot more advanced now. They have a button that they could push to wipe out, you know, all of Southern California. So though I would be for that, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. That would not work for us in this day and age. We still want to handle this thing with wisdom. And two, to eradicate the European oppression that's on our necks is to go somewhere where the European oppression does not exist, a.k.a. I call that the Moses method. I call it the Moses method. That's the get the hell out. That's the, yo, they're oppressing us, they're whooping our ass, um, pry on television, and they give cops paid vacations. You know, we've 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 been saying the same shit over and over, and once again, we need to stop doing that shit because... You do not ask your oppressor to stop oppressing you. That's, that's stupid. You don't, you don't ask your oppressor to stop oppressing you. You take it or you get out. And even getting out is still taking it because you're putting it into your hands. Okay, but this whole pray about it and let's hope shit just magically changes. Not going to work. That's why we're here now. That's why it's 2020. We're having the same fucking conversations. Uh, we're talking about running for a mod in 2020. Because it's not, it's not going to work. How do we know it will not work? Because we're here. As I said, the second option is the Moses effect, which is, you know, let's be out, let's boogie. We may not have an answer right now as to where to go. If it's, a, it's, if, if it's a conversation, you know, the beautiful thing about it is we're in the age of the internet. We are in the age of the internet. So if niggas want to start looking and doing some research and figuring out, okay, hey, a conglomerate group of us, right? A, con- a, a conglomerate, there's what, 330 million Americans in America, Right? So they say, could be more, could be less, who knows. But let's just, let's, 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 uh, let's look at it like it's on paper, right? They say there's 330 million Americans in America, right? So, you know, with that being said, they say what, about 13% is black. So they say roughly, think maybe a little bit underneath that 12.9%, something like that, I don't know. 
But either way, it, the numbers I'm, I'm quoting are definitely within the ballpark. But we start assembling it and, and, start, and start saying, yo, fuck this. We're out of here. Um, let's start doing some research. We don't, this isn't 1922 where we're limited to knowing about places only based off of if we've been there or not. We have the internet. And that's why they like to distract us with all the bullshit from social media to this, to that. And, the third. and like I said, not saying let's be unrealistic and not partake in those things because we're human and the shit is fun, right? I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm just saying we got to have our priorities in order, right? Though there's things that we want to do, we still do the things that we need to do. And this is what we need to do. We need to treat our liberation as a priority and we're not doing it because we're under the guise that we are already liberated. So, you know, if we start telling the kids about stuff like this and even ourselves, if your internet, if, if, if you know how to use the internet, you don't even have to be computer savvy, but if you know how to use the internet, you have access to the internet, you know, these are, these are things that we actually can, you know, type up, figure out, look into, et cetera, et cetera, see, you know, what's the GDP of this country? How, are, how is it for expats that are living in this country? And we can literally make our own community, you know, fully self-sufficient, growing our own stuff, making our own clothes, et cetera, et cetera, because everything that we buy, don't forget, everything that we're buying from individuals is only being made and produced by someone else, which means that if we begin to teach the kids and put them into apprenticeship so that they can become self-sufficient, so that we can have our own community that develops what it needs and everybody can, instead of being consumers, we can be consumers with one another because we are producers for one another and it could be done at a, at a, at a communal level. We can do that shit somewhere else. You can have a, a Black Wall Street, a Tulsa, Oklahoma, somewhere else. You see, where, where Black Wall Street fucked up was creating that shit under European suppression. That's why I say we have to stop believing in the idea that you can make things flourish under their watch. That's not how it's going to work. You have to remove the issue. You have to remove the cancer from the body. You don't keep on trying to figure out how to make things work well around the cancer. The cancer has to be eradicated. As far as our people, there is a cancer called white supremacy, and that is the thing that has been making life a living hell. So we have to figure out how to eradicate it. As I said, you have two options. You do it violently or you get out. As of right now, we have been playing with our dicks for far too long to be able to go toe-to-toe with them physically right now. Because as I said, they have trillions of dollars put into their military where they can wipe shit out with the push of a button. So that's not the time for this. Maybe there will be another lifetime. Or hopefully we don't have to deal with this shit ever again, right? But what I'm going to say is the Moses approach is the answer for us. That's how we're going to get out. That's what it's going to be. And we need to start having a conversation about where we're going to go. What does that look like? How much land will we need? What, what could that community look like? Et cetera, et cetera. And we achieve whatever we want. You know, that's why we were able to integrate because that's what we wanted. And we were able to achieve it, right? That we just wanted the wrong thing. That's my point. We can have whatever we want. It's just very important to make sure that what you want is what you actually need, what's actually going to be beneficial to you. So um, I'm going to wrap this up. We're at like the 44, 45 minute mark now. Uh, I don't want to hold you guys too much longer. As I said, we'll have more episodes moving forward. I do want them to be a live format. It may be the next one that's live. The next one might be pre-recorded as well. I'll keep you guys up to date with all of that. Um, follow me on Instagram. That's the only social media that I use that I have. It's uh, Terra Almighty. T-E-R-R-A Almighty. And that's uh, my Instagram. Send me a DM, you know, and uh, we'll chat. Let's, let's, uh, let's figure this thing out, man. Uh, we're all in this together. And as I said, until we start taking this shit seriously and making it a priority and, you know, start having conversations about it so that the mind can begin to stimulate and be sparked and start to even create solutions for this thing, 
Because that's the way the brain works, right? The brain will create a solution for whatever it sees as an issue. But we're not really being honest with ourselves about what the issue is. We're saying that the issue is that, oh, it's economical. this, we don't have enough money, this. Blah, blah. No, it's power, bro. It's power. It's the fact that we don't have the power and the authority over ourselves to do with ourselves as we please. So thank you guys for listening. This is Son of the Soul podcast. And uh, y'all be safe. Try not to give into the fear boogeyman too much with this whole corona shit. Um, not saying that lives aren't really being lost. Just saying don't give into the fear that they're trying to produce from all of this. Love y'all. Be safe. And until next time.